The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab for Thursday, May 20th, 2021. My name is Sean Thiel. I am ACB Ohio's Executive Director. And um, today we're going to talk about uh, voice control uh, and iOS and how to make that work with voiceover. And um, there's some tweaks that we can do to make an already powerful feature um, even more powerful. Unfortunately, we have to do some, um, we have to re- do some things that Apple had initially done a really nice job of, and we have to rework those. Before I get started with that, as is customary, if people have topics that they would like to hear covered on or on Technology Learning Lab, get or some topic ideas, please email community at acb.org, put Technology Learning Lab in the subject line, and Cindy will kindly forward them to me. She has done so in the past. Um, I cannot promise I will cover your idea um, right away, and it may take some planning, but it will be put in the um, it will be put in the hopper to be um, to be considered. So that is always appreciated. I want this show to help as many people as possible, whether they're listening in Zoom or whether they're listening in ACB Radioland. doesn't really matter to me. Um, but of course, you do get to ask questions if you come in on Zoom, of course. That's the fun part. For That's the fun part. Okay, so um, voice control. The first and most important thing about voice control is Voice control will not work on speakers. Once again, voice control will not work on the phone speaker or on a Bluetooth speaker. Why? Because voiceover will be heard by your phone and it will get very confused because it will hear itself and it will try and implement commands. The difference, so voice control is always listening. And um, so that's one of the differences. You can use commands, wake up and go to sleep to temporarily enable or disable it um, while you're talking to someone or doing something else. Um, but it is always listening and it is always using the microphone on your device. So it, will, it may not work well in a pocket. But um, these, so you might think these are showstoppers, but they actually, the feature is powerful enough that you may want to consider it uh, at adding to your arsenal anyway. 
So voice control is a feature that, as it as the name suggests, allows people to control the phone by voice. And it does so in a more natural or in a, in a different way than Siri does, because it actually allows us to interact with items on the screen. We can uh, we can dictate text. We can tell we can go to the, to the beginning or end of that text. We can ask for certain items to be tapped on the screen. Um, th there's so much power here, and I'm sure there's a lot of things that I haven't quite figured out yet. Um, and for those who began playing with this when it was first introduced in iOS 14, um, it worked really well with VoiceOver. And um, now it works a little less well with VoiceOver if it's not properly customized, which we're going to do in just a second here. Um, so what we need to do is, um, in the beginning, you used to be able to say things like swipe right, swipe left, double tap, and those don't work anymore. And I, my only thing I can figure is that um, it could be that those commands were too short and were being activated when people were actually trying to dictate. I'm not entirely sure um, why those don't work. So as it stands out of the box, some of the commands for voiceover are rather unwieldy and unnatural. For example, with voice control out of the box, to flick right, you say, voiceover, select next item. Isn't that a mouthful? So what we can do, though, is we can record alternates for quite a number of these commands. And this is something that I was um, made aware of on Mosin at large. And uh, so, and I believe uh, Robin Christofferson, I think, was the name of the person who contributed to that. So thank you to, to the both of you, um, if you happen to be listening, for making this, um, making this feature much more usable again. So accessibility is where this lives. It is another one of the accessibility features. Um, by the way, voice control and Siri are supposed to kind of work together, but they don't. And the reason I say that is if you tell Siri to turn it on, sometimes it will work just fine. And sometimes it will say the microphone is being used by another application and voice control will quit. Um, that will also happen if you get a phone call. So it's possible that you may need to um, enable voice control the long way around, which will will go. Uh, which we'll do, which we'll do right now. So I'm going to unlock the phone. 1906. App Store. Double tap to open. Let me Braille screen and actions. Speech down just a little bit. Braille characters, words, app. Speaking rate 50%. 55%. 50%. Messages. Okay. Um, all right. So that's so we're going to. One of the, we can actually um, we can still tell VoiceOver to open voice control settings. 
Here are the voice control settings. Settings, accessibility, back button. Now we're going to talk, I'm going to talk about what the options do before we actually start turning it on and play with this. So the first thing that we come to voice control heading voice control off double tap to toggle setting. So this will turn voice control on or off. And when you first turn it on, I can't show you this, but when you first turn it on, you are going to be asked to download a file that has the commands in it. So it is not necessary to be connected to the internet in order to use voice control, except for to download that file. And like I said, because I've been using this and I don't know where it lives, I can't uh, show you that process again, but it will prompt you to download the data that it needs in order for this feature to work. Continuing on. Voice control allows you to use your voice to control your iOS device. Learn more. Link. And Double tap to activate embedded link. Let's see what we get on here. Cancel. It's been button. a while since I've looked at this screen, but we'll take a look. Voice control. Heading. Use your voice to do things on iPhone, even when you're not connected to the internet. System commands and navigation, open apps by name, show control center, adjust the volume, or take a screenshot. Work with what's on screen, tap buttons and other items, and ask for more details about what's in view. I'm not sure how to do the asking for more details, I don't think. So that some of this stuff, they don't exactly tell you how to do it unless you go look at the commands, which will, I'll show you how to do that. Dictate and edit text. Extensive controls for dictating and editing text, including placing the cursor. Continue button. Continue button. What can I say? Heading. You can ask Siri to turn on voice control or to wake the screen by saying, Hey Siri, turn on voice control. And at any time, say show me what to say. System commands and navigation. Open less than application name greater than. Open control center. Go home. Go back. Go to sleep. Work with what's on screen. Show grid. Um, the grid and the numbers overlay are not going to be terribly useful for us as far as I can tell. I have not really played with those. So if it talks about overlays and things, we're going to skip those. Show names. And that we actually already have a bit of an advantage because um, voiceover already uses the names of controls. And so we're already used to hearing them. But sighted folks um, are not always used to hearing them. So, for example, we know that if we're in a message conversation that's an iMessage conversation, um, you may have noticed as you're moving around, when you get to the box where you type the message, it will say iMessage text edit. So all we have to do is tell voice control, tap iMessage, and it will put us where we need to go. So our using voiceover is actually going to be somewhat helpful here. Tap less than number greater than. And we're not going to worry about that. Tap less than item name greater than. We can tell voiceover to tap a particular item if we get it exactly correct, or voice control, I should say. Long press less than item name greater than. Um, that one I have not tried, so I think that's, uh, I haven't tried that. Swipe left. 
Swipe up less than number greater than. So the swiping, I think the problem is that the swiping gestures that they're talking about are not the same as the voiceover ones. So we're going to, I'm actually going to go ahead and go back. Back button. Out of this learning screen. Back button. Cancel button. And we will get some hints as we go. Continue button. What can I say? Heading done button. And we'll hit done. Accessibility. Back we could button. have also backed out a couple times. I was dithering on which of those I was going to do. So let's take a look at the rest of this voice control screen. Voice control heading. Voice control. Voice language. English. United States. Button. Customize commands. Button. Vocabulary. Button. Now we will look at the commands in a second because those are a way that we can learn more about what voice control can do. You can teach voice control new words by adding vocabulary entries. I have not tested the vocabulary feature, but I am told that um, it is very good. I have a friend who uses this quite extensively and tells me that uh, it can be very useful. And so it is something I do need to take the time and, and play with a little bit more. Command feedback heading. Show confirmation on. Double tap to toggle setting. That's on by default. Play sound off. Double tap to toggle setting. When we're first getting started with voice control, it can be helpful to have it play a sound just so that we know we've gotten the commands correct. So I am going to turn that on to start with. On. And we may change it later on. Um, and I'll show you why in just a second. Show hints on. Double tap to toggle setting. And the hints are useful in case we get a command close but not quite correct. It will help us figure that out. Command hints help guide you as you learn voice control by suggesting commands and offering hints along the way. Continuous overlay heading. We're going to ignore the overlay items. Heading not overlay none. Overlays display numbers or names over your screen contents to speed interaction. And they don't really speed. They don't really speed interaction for us. Attention aware, dimmed, off. Allows voice control to wake up when you look at your iPhone and sleep when you look away. To enable, turn on attention aware features in FaceID and passcode. Now that's because, I, as it says, I have attention aware features turned off, which means that um, Face ID will not require me to look into the phone, but that also means the phone doesn't know when I'm looking at it. Again, not terribly useful for some of it, for those of us who can't see because uh, I know some people work with their phone and voice control by just keeping the phone on a belt, let's say, and they're not going to be looking into the screen. Allows voice control. Okay, so we're going to go back to the beginning of the screen here. I'm going to tap with four fingers, and that's going to take us to the first item on the screen. Accessibility, back button, voice control, heading, voice control, off. Double tap to toggle setting. All right, so this is the exciting part. We're going to turn this on. On. Accessibility. Back button. Go home. Apps. VoiceOver select next item. Messages. Voice Double over, tap to open. Select previous item. App Store. Double tap to open. VoiceOver activate. App Store, today, Thursday, May 20th, heading. Go to sleep. Try, go to sleep iPhone. 
go to sleep iPhone. Now that's interesting because I've never had to add iPhone to the end of that. Um, but that actually might be helpful. So you can see that, yes, it does work and it does work quickly, but boy, we need to make some of these commands less of a mouthful. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to create some alternatives. And so what we'll have to do is we'll, we will be using start recording commands and then I will speak the command that I want to record an alternate version of. So for example, voiceover select next item. And then I will say stop recording commands. And then I will be prompted for what I want that command to be. What I have decided to do is I decided that that should be flick right. And if I really want to write those words in a message, let's say, I, if, I'm, if I am thinking carefully, I can say flick and then pause and then say write, and it should be able to figure out what I'm, what I'm talking about. But it's not often that I'm going to be using that in general um, text conversations. So that's what I've decided to do. And it it works pretty well that way. So I'm describing the process because when, when I start it, I'm not going to be able to interrupt myself to explain what I'm doing. So we will go ahead. I'll go ahead and give this a try. Wake up, iPhone. Start recording commands. Voiceover select next item. My account button. Stop recording commands. Text field is editing. Enter a speakable phrase. Insertion point at start. Flick right. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Suggested commands. Bullet delete previous character. Bullet less than phrase greater than emoji. Bullet scroll right. Bullet move right. One. Cancel. A command must have. Text field is editing. Right. Character mode, insertion point at end. Scratch Use that. the rotor to access misspelled. Three, enter a command. Text field is editing. Enter a speakable phrase. Character mode, insertion point at start. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Go to sleep, iPhone. So for some reason, it's having trouble with me actually um, dictating in the name of the command. So I'm going to actually go ahead and... Cap F. I'm going to go ahead and type it. Cap F. L. L. I. I. And this is actually the, my phrase that I'm creating, which is the alternative to that long, unwieldy mess. C. 5. Uh, 6. I. Ah. 7. J. H. H. Okay, I'm not sure what it's... Delete. Delete H. L. K. K. Space. 8. Yes. 9. Cap Q. 10. Okay, cap W. 12. Yeah, yeah. 13. Cap T. 14. Cap Y. 15. Cap U. 16. For cap some reason, I. it has decided... Voice control is no longer <laughs> listening. It has decided it wants to try and read... Put numbers for everything on the screen. Let's see if I can get this to... Behave. 19. 18. And of course, this didn't happen when I tried this earlier. Because of course not. Appsor. Today, Thursday... May 20th, heading. Now I have to actually find out um, 
let's now I have to find out whether it actually tried to save that. But that gives me a chance to also show you where the commands live so that you can learn about uh, about all of them. Let's see if it's still listening. Wake up iPhone. Wake up iPhone. Open settings. Settings, accessibility, back button. Voiceover select next item. Voice control, heading. Go to sleep iPhone. All right, I'm going to use the screen here. Voice control on. Voice control allows you to use your voice to control your iOS device. Learn more. Link. Language. English. United States. Button. Customize commands. Button. Create new command. Button. Now, that is something that seems like it should work, but I have found that that actually does not that create command does not quite do what I want. So I will go with the approach that I know works. Basic navigation button. Because I don't see a button here that says custom as the first option, I know that my attempt to make that command did not work. So we are going to try this again. And we will know that it works. Uh, so what, what you will see is when I start the command recording process, um, you'll know we'll we'll know that the command I want is correct because voiceover will indeed move to the um, the next item, and so we'll know that we're going to be at least getting our alternate for the correct command. And like I said, this worked perfectly when I did it about an hour ago, <laughs> and the demo fail has happened yet again. Think again. So let's try voice control back button. And uh, we're actually going to go back to the home screen. Wake up iPhone. Start recording commands. Voiceover select next item. Messages. Double tap to open. Stop recording commands. Text field is editing. Enter a speakable phrase. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Braille screen input dot positions calibrated. Flick. Portrait. A command text field is editing. Flick right. Character mode. Insertion point between H and T at the 11th position. Tap Use save. the rotor to access misspelled words. App Store. Double tap to open. Go to sleep iPhone. All right, let's see if our new flick write command actually works. I decided to use Braille screen input and just type the words flick space and then dot five R R I G H T. And so let's see if that actually works. Wake up iPhone. Flick write. Messages. Double tap to open. Go to sleep iPhone. You'll notice that we heard that flick that sound twice, and that's because the, it basically has to do. It has to. It it's acknowledging that it heard flick right, and then it's acknowledging that it actually did the, um, you know, the voiceover select next item. So once this is configured more fully, I will be turning that sound off because it bothers me to hear. 
two swishy sounds when I do the um, when I do the opposite of that. So let's um, I'm going to do one more for uh, going to the previous item, and then I'll take some questions because I I know I've gone on a minute. So, but to make this a little more useful, we need to be able to go the opposite direction as well. So hopefully it will behave this time. Wake up iPhone. Start recording commands. VoiceOver select previous item. App Store. Double tap to open. Stop recording commands. Text field is editing. Enter a speakable phrase. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Braille screen input orientation. Dot positions calibrated. Flick. Left. Portrait. Braille orientation. Portrait. But. Scratch that. Delete. But. Select all. Flick left. Selected. Tap save. App Store. Double tap to open. Go to sleep, iPhone. Notice I said select all because I wanted to see what was in the box and I didn't want to have to go back and then forward again. I just wanted to see whether it had correctly, whether that accidental use, uh, use of the word but, which actually may have been a, a, a contraction when I was trying to do Braille screen input, I was trying to get out of it. Um, but scratch that is one of the commands I'm happy that's here because uh, as somebody who uh, used Dragon quite a bit uh, in a previous job that I did, um, it's nice to have at least some of the familiar commands here. Um, let's see actually what I'm going to do um, to make sure that we don't have any issues is I'm going to um, actually turn voice control off so that if I get any questions and I'm going along answering them, it's not going to suddenly start doing things. So wake up iPhone. Try wake up iPhone. I did. Okay, let's do it again. Wake up iPhone. Turn off voice control. Alert. Execute this command. Flick right. Turn off voice control. Tap execute. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and lock the screen just to make absolutely sure. Um, what questions, um, there may be some, maybe quite a few, maybe not, but let's see if there are any questions after all of this. And I'm like I said, this, this uh, didn't quite go as smoothly as I thought, but let's see what questions we've got, if we've got any. Pam. Hi. Hello. Um, I think this is going to sound like a real stupid question, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, did you say you would want to use this, um, feature when your phone is in your pocket or something um, like it would, it would probably work best if it's not in your pocket, because as far as I understand it, at least, and this was the case when voice control was, um, first released, it was it was always going to use the microphone in your device, and my understanding is that that has not changed. So, it's probably you probably will want to keep the the device out of a pocket. So, 
if you're not holding your phone, let's say if, if it's laying down somewhere, is this, because to me, this seems really hard to do. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what makes this a, a an easier way to do things. So the, so basically, there's a couple of reasons that this might be useful. If somebody has repetitive strain injury and finds that working on the touchscreen is difficult over a long period of time, this may be a way that once it's set up, uh, they can use the phone and be, you know, cause less pain in their, in their hands and fingers. Uh, so that's, and that's the primary use for which Apple intended it is for, um, for motor, uh, control issues. And, um, but I've heard of people setting their phone on the treadmill and using it to, uh, using voice control to look at Twitter while their hands are holding on to the treadmill. Um, so there's, there's different, uh, ways in which this could be useful and allow you to do some things, um, while your hands are either resting or otherwise occupied. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you very much. No problem. And I hope the the rest of the things work right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how we go. All right. If we have any do we have any further questions? Six one zero ending in six three two. Hi, um, this is Cheryl. Um, when you go to Braille screen input, it says the dots are calibrated. How do you get it to do that? Okay, I, I did that so quickly. <laughs> um, Braille screen input is something that um, I have not covered a whole lot of, but basically, um, in, if, if Braille screen input is something that you're interested in playing around with, what you have to do is going to depend it's going to be, depend slightly on what device you have. If you are using any iPhone, when you, trans, when you go into Braille screen input, what you have to do is you do dots four, five, six, and then you do one, two, three. And you kind of want to do it at the same speed you double tap. So you kind of want to, yeah, you know, yeah. four, five, six, one, okay. two, three, and yeah. that calibrates. I just... I use Braille screen input that it's pretty like as soon as I rotor into it, I calibrate and I just go. And so I, okay, it probably, I, yeah, yeah, that probably was a little confusing. Okay. Cause when, when I was doing that, it never said dots calibrated, you know? So I was like, Oh, <laughs> um, and it could be that, um, it could be that you might have the phone. You might actually have to try, um, turning your phone the opposite direction from the way you have it. So okay, you, you may have to put it so that the, um, you know, if you have the right side facing to your right and you're not getting that message and it's not entering characters the way you think it should, you may have to turn yeah, the phone. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, it, what I do is just, just um, you know, swipe left to get rid of the, the two characters and then it's fine. I just, oh, okay. you know, I can go in from there. I just, and it I could be that because some <laughs> phones voiceover acts a little different. Um, you were you um, the um, when you were doing the commands for that, um, and it it started doing numbers. I remember doing um, oh 
an Apple support video on YouTube and it was, it had, it said that like they give, like if it's a grid, they give numbers to like each position or each letter, you know, so you can, you can, if you wanted to hit a, a letter, whatever you say, 11 or six or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so and I think that's why the numbers came up. Yeah, it was, but what was, what was odd about it was, and you, yeah, what was odd about it was though that I, I didn't think I had done anything to tell it that I wanted those numbers there. And so that was, that was what, and I, I've seen it do this once or twice before where it, it wants to give me a number overlay when I didn't really, you know, didn't really ask for it. Yeah. And just, yeah. So yeah, that is what it does. And that's where we have an advantage because voiceover tells us that something is called uh, send button. A sighted person might see a symbol for it, but we don't know. It may not actually say the word send on it. So right, um, right. voiceover does give us a little bit of a leg up in this area. Yep. Okay. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Jerry Sutton, you're free to unmute. When you're using the, and you want to do a punctuation, you want to change the punctuation of something, say a name or something to have if you're doing things. Does that work with punctuation? Um, I'm not punctuation. Pronunciation. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I, I haven't played with it uh, a, a whole lot for editing text because I've been a, a lot focused on just getting these commands uh, working. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know... Uh, I'm sorry? My, it keeps saying avatar. It keeps saying, um, you know, telling me what's going Oh, on. yeah. Zoom. <laughs> and I, can, I, I can't remember what I did to try and get my voiceover on the iPhone to stop doing that. Um, so, and, yeah, I, I, that's annoying. I, I get yeah. it. I'm sorry. That's um, okay. Anyway, so you don't know if it'll do pronunciations and stuff like that. Okay. So, can you give me an example of what you're... All um, right. For some reason... It pronounces the word gib and gib. It pronounces jib all the time. And I want it to I want to change it to gib. So I, I've done that with p- a pronunciation in other things. You, I have when you go into pronunciation sometimes, but it's hard to oh, so so what's the word which word are you talking uh, what's the word G I B B. G I B B, okay. Um, yeah, that one's going to be difficult because, um, if it's saying jib and you want getting it to make the actual G sound, um, when it doesn't, when that's not what it wants to do is going to be, I've I've managed to do it. I don't know how I got it done, but I didn't know if maybe to make it easier. Well, vo- well, okay, so let's back up a second. So what we're talk what I've been talking about for the past um, half hour or so yeah. is um, voice control, which is a way that we can make the iPhone do things by talking to it. If I understand correctly, you're That's- talking about pronunciations in voiceover. Right. And um, I can sh- do you now I can show where that is um, and and review where where you do that. I'm not sure how successful I'll be um, with your example. Um, do you know which voice did that? Um, 
Oh dear. This is my basic, um, the American uh, female voice for voiceover. Okay. So I would probably the, the Samantha voice. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Um, okay. This is okay. Let me see if I can try this. Um, even though <laughs> we, I, I don't mean to give you a challenge, but I just know that's fine. No, that's fine. Um, because it, now I, I've, you know, it, now it is something I want to see if I can figure out uh, why it's doing that. So what I will do, and this will give us a chance to review um, changing voices and stuff. Let me check something real quick. Um, are uh, Kristen? Are there any other hands? Mm, yes. Well, go ahead for them. I mean, if they want to, because that's you know, go ahead and take we them. Have, okay. Uh, 1508 323 508. There you go. I got it. Um, hi, Kristen and Sean. Is it, is it, That's is correct. that right? Yes. Hi. Um, my name is Rachel. I'm a longtime listener to your program, but a first time caller. Makes me feel like I'm on the Art Bell show. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, what can, um, what can I do for you? Sorry. No, it's um, funny. It's fine. Um. Yeah, it seems like the um, voice control. It it seems like it eavesdrops. It it seems like I tried it once before, and it seems like it keep kept eavesdropping. Um. I'm the user of an iPhone 6 Plus okay. right now. Um, I do have an Apple question, if you don't mind. Um, I've been receiving text messages. I'm from Massachusetts. Hang on. So, before, um, uh, you, before, you go, before you keep going, what, can you explain what you mean by when you say voice control is eavesdropping? What, what is it doing that you're not expecting? Or what is um, it doing that's... Up. It's off now. Um, it's disabled. But sometimes if you say um, uh, iPhone and then you give it a command, it, sometimes it'll interfere. Or if you go to answer the phone, it won't allow you to do that like you've been saying. Okay. Well, okay. So first thing is first, when you're using it, are you trying it with headphones or are you doing it on the phone speaker when you're using voice control? Oh, um, on the phone speaker. Okay. That you, you may have come in, uh, but you may have come in. I, I was very emphatic about this when we first started. Maybe you didn't catch it. Voice control. No, is I didn't. Really? Oh, yeah. Voice control is best used on headphones because Ooh. then you won't have that problem because the problem that you're having is because what's happening is the phone is listening. Voiceover is being heard by voice control and it thinks it's you. And so nice it's going iPhone. <laughs> so it's trying to <laughs> well, but if you think about it, the the majority of people that voice control is is an, at least initially was was aimed at are not voice are not voiceover users. When Apple originally in you know conceived voice control, my my understanding is it was mm -hmm. meant for people with physical um, disabilities that are not able to physically use the screen. And so I am guessing that <clears throat> they were not, uh, you know, thinking about the fact that voiceover would be, would be talking. And really, if we're talking about 
the continuous voice recognition, which is what something like Dragon does or voice control in this case, um, you should really always be using headphones. If it's all now, Siri's not always listening for uh, until you say it's magical in you know word or until you hold down the button. Siri is only right. listening for very certain things, but voice control is listening to everything that you do and trying to figure out from a very large list of commands what it is that you're trying, you know, what it is that you're trying to do. So yeah, you really do need headphones. Um, and it's going to use the microphone on your device. Um, so okay. yeah, you should, you will probably get much better results that way. Um, I actually suggested to Apple accessibility and, uh, I, it didn't go anywhere, but my suggestion to them was that if voice can, if voiceover is on and you try turning on voice control, I would want it to let to not let you turn it on until it tells you that you need headphones. I wanted to prevent this problem altogether because I know what you mean, because it gives people uh, a misleading view of, they think, Oh, well, this isn't very helpful for voiceover users, but if you wear headphones, it actually is. What, what was your Apple question though? Okay. Um, I, again, I'm from the Massachusetts area. I'm Franklin, Massachusetts. So, um, I have been getting links from the governor about this lovely little COVID virus that we've been dealing with. Isn't it great? So, <laughs> um, how do I get the link to play? Um, so, in a message, what you want to do is you want to flick to the message with the link in it, and then you may need to turn the rotor um, to... Um, to the usually to the left uh, until you find an option that says links, and then if okay. you flick down, um, you should be able to move to that link and then double tap on it. Okay. So give that a try. See how that goes. All right, I will do that. And if I run into a problem, I will come back on here and and handle that. Okay. Thank you very much for your time, and I will keep listening to you guys. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Did you, did you have some technical issues? Um, I'm still having some, but we're going to try to fix it. Okay. Um, do you do you want me to I do you want me to take over with the hands while you? Oh, we're good. Or... We just have uh, Jeff. Okay. Hi, Sean. Hello. Um, can I ask a question not related to the command thing? Sure. Um, I created uh, to me. It's like a macro uh, to input my email address. By just typing a couple characters. Ah, and then yes, the text replacement. Yes. Yeah, and it doesn't work anymore for some reason. And um, now that I know what the correct name of it is, I'll be able to go into settings and figure figure it out. But uh, yeah, that he's was under part keyboard. Under keyboard, okay. Yeah, because I yeah because I chose E and then the first letter of the email address, so it's just two characters. 
And okay, that may be part of the uh, that may be part of the problem only because in the examples that they gave when because <clears throat> when you first go into texture placement, they have I think they have OMW for on my way, and they have. They, there was a couple that they had, but I noticed that all of them used at least three characters. I noticed that too. And that may be that may be part of the problem, but there are also some times where I've been on a form. This happened to me just today. I was on a form on a website, and it said, um, you know, email address, and I go in, and I typed in my uh characters and it didn't work so there are certain places where it just won't always work uh and uh, i don't know what determines um you know when it's going to work and when it doesn't um so but you may want you may want to go in and make that um make that uh short a little bit, a little bit longer so maybe yeah so is it more or less. is it under accessibility keyboard no, no, no. It's just under settings and then general and then keyboard. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. General keyboard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what, what the stuff you're doing tonight sounds really interesting, but kind of over my head. So I'm going to wait till the podcast comes out. <laughs> okay. And that, and that's okay. Um, it may be helpful to um, listen to it again. And, um, you know, it may be helpful. And now that the uh, Apple podcast app is less confusing than it was before iOS 14.5, it should be easier to find. Yeah, I, I use Downcast. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, that's where I started too on the iPad. I, I really like it. And also just hearing that it's better to use a headset to do this function. Uh, I was not aware of that. So I attempted this stuff before and I gave up. So now I know why it did not work. Yeah. And I don't remember where I, I, I don't remember where I got that tip. It may have been a podcast when it first came out uh, or when that feature was first coming out. Okay. Thank you very much, Sean. You do a great job. Thank you. All right. Let's see. We ha- it looks like we might not have any more hands. Um, what I'm going to do um, so that voiceover, because we've got our commands for flick right and flick left, but we still need to be able to easily um, work with items. And the command that they give us is voiceover activate. And while it's shorter than some of the other ones, it's still not as... Um, it still doesn't really roll off the tongue to me and it doesn't quite stick in my brain. So I'm going to um, slowly go back through that process. We're going to start from the beginning and I'm going to, I'm actually going to go all the way through settings. We're going to go ahead and just take our time and we'll add, um, We'll add, I'm going to create confirm that so that when I say confirm that, it will double tap on whatever item I'm on, which is actually going to help some if somebody was a Dragon user. We, we use that all the time in Dragon. So I'm going to start. 1947. App Store. Double tap to open. App Switcher. 
Settings, active, app store, active. Okay. And I just closed settings, app. I just closed settings altogether. Settings. Settings. Screen time, general, control center, display and brightness, home screen, button, accessibility, button. Accessibility features help you customize your iPhone for your individual needs. And voice control is under the motor heading. Describe images, screen recognition, language, headings. Because it's meant to uh, compensate for motor disabilities. Vision, heading. Physical and motor, heading. Physical and motor, okay. Touch, button. Face ID and attention, button. Switch control, off, but voice control, off, button. Voice control, off. Double tap to toggle setting. Okay. So what I'm going to do is going to turn this back on. Accessibility, back button. Wake up iPhone. Wake up iPhone. Start recording commands. VoiceOver activate. Accept. Voice control on button. Stop recording commands. Text field is editing. Enter a speakable phrase. Insertion point at start. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Braille screen in or dot positions calibrated. <coughs> Confirm that portrait. Text field is editing. Confirm that. Character mode. Insertion point at end. Phrase. Heading. Save. Button. Settings. Go to sleep iPhone. And part of the reason I knew that the command was that was about to work was that when I actually said voiceover activate, it actually did double tap on the thing that I was positioned on. And I was making sure that that was the back button rather than the uh, button to turn voice control off again, because that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have worked. It just so happened to land where I wanted it. So now to prove that this works and also um, let me actually just demonstrate something really quickly. We'll, we'll use voice control in a real way. Wake up iPhone. Go home. Set. Tap messages. Messages. Edit button. Flick right. Messages. Heading. Okay. Let me actually. Monica Brandon. Brand Monica Kavi pinned. Action. Eric. Melody Holloway. Monica pinned. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, tap Katie. Katie Frederick, audio. Tap iMessage. Message, text field is editing. iMessage, insertion point at start. Hello, Katie. Swipe Mama, up or I down to select a custom action, then double tap control. to activate. Use the rotor to act. Hello, Katie. I am messaging you as part of a demo of voice control. Tap send. Send message. Go home. Go to sleep, iPhone. 
So notice that at, even as voiceover was talking, I was able to speak the, the sentence I wanted with, with punctuation, and I was able to do it very naturally. And even though voiceover was speaking, it eventually realized what I was doing, and it entered the text into the box, and I was able to then say tap send, and it went ahead and, and did that. Um, I didn't touch my phone screen at all in that. Well, except there was one time where I was trying to skip past somebody, but um, at, at no point did I actually need to touch the screen in order to do that. So once you get used to how this, how this works um, and, and, you know, take the time and set it up and it may help to again, have the podcast to go back to, um, it really does allow you to get a lot done. Um, once when we do commands, the other thing that has to be done as well is there are commands that relate to the rotor. And let me show you where all of the actual accessibility commands are um, so that you'll then have an idea of not only what it can do, but which commands we can add um, our own versions of. So that is going to be message app store. Double tap to open. Now, here's what happens. <laughs> open voice control settings. Let's take a look at the settings for voice control. Settings, accessibility, back button. Okay, of course, and it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Usually, if you try and use Siri, what will happen is voice control will say, um, an application is already using the microphone and, it, and voice control will quit. And of course, now it stopped. It didn't do that. Um, sometimes if you lock the screen, it may also say voice control is no longer listening. But let's go through where these commands live. Voice control, heading, voice control on. And we'll actually go Double ahead and turn it off. We don't have to have voice control on in order to see what our commands actually are. On. Voice control on. Double tap to okay. toggle setting. Off. Sometimes that does happen with this voice control switch. It will say that it's on. You double tap it. You think that it's supposed to turn off, and it doesn't. You have to do it one more time. Voice control allows you to language, customize commands, button, custom, button, basic navigation, button, overlays, button, basic gestures, button, advanced gestures, button. Dictation button, text navigation button, text selection button, text editing button, text deletion button, device button, accessibility button, turn off voice control on button. And all of the uh, voiceover related commands are further down this list. So I'm going to scroll up a little bit. Rows 15 to 35 voiceover select next item on button. Okay, that was probably further than I needed to go. Voiceover select less than number greater than voiceover read all on button. Voiceover select less than item name greater than on button. Voiceover select first item on button. Okay, let's actually, I'm going to go back a little bit. Voiceover select less than item name greater than on voiceover read all on button. Voiceover select less than number greater than voiceover magic tap on button. Voiceover activate on button. Okay, so turn off zoom on. Button. All right, so voiceover activate is where these start. 
Voiceover select previous item. Voiceover select previous rotor on button. So, so previous rotor, select previous rotor and voiceover select previous rotor option. Those two are important. And because we need commands as well to, um, to actually be able to work with the, the rotor. The problem is I can never remember which one of those select actually does the rotoring and which one actually chooses the option until I play with it. And so that's why I want you to know where these are, because you may have to play with these um, as well to figure out where they are. But having commands to change the rotor is is important. And uh, the uh, like I said, those commands they give you by default are a mouthful. So what I did is I was able to change uh, a voiceover select previous rotor option into rotor left and then voiceover select previous rotor is actually uh i think that's flick up but do you kind of this is something that you're going to have to play with if you think this is something that you might want to use and it's going to take a while so um it is possible and if you get the custom commands wrong they can be deleted do we i know it's three till if there's a quick last minute question or two we can take those. Otherwise, uh, I've, I know I've given a lot and it may just be time to uh, end straight away, but I will give a, a few seconds if people have some questions that they want to talk about. We can do that, but I realize I have given a lot. Uh, oh, <laughs> we have Pam. This is really quick. When you say headphones, you don't mean one with a microphone, right? You mean just headphones without a microphone. Correct? Any headphones will, for voice controls purposes, any headphones will do because it's using the microphone on the device. So oh, even okay. if it's just a pair of earbuds that you buy at the dollar store that don't have a microphone, for voice controls purposes, it doesn't care. But the microphone wouldn't mess around with it? In case you, yeah, if you have one that because voiceover is not voiceover actually disregards whatever microphone you have on the headphones or on your Bluetooth, it doesn't care, it pays attention to the microphones that are on the phone. Oh, great, okay, yeah, thank you. Good question. Uh, that's the last one I see. All right, um. That is probably going to be enough for today. I um, I do, like I said, I do recognize this was a big topic, but I wanted people to get an idea of it. And um, if listening to the podcast when it becomes available is helpful for um, doing that, that's that will be good. And also, um, it has been discussed in a couple of episodes of Mosin at Large as well. So that's another place that you can find it if you want to hear somebody else's take on it. So thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next Thursday, same time. And uh, look forward to speaking with you again.